Follow The Ron Show on Facebook at The Ron Show Radio. The Ron Show on America One Radio. Man, I'm kind of hoping by the time this airs that this is out of the way, but a plane apparently has touched down on I-985 North just past the uh, 85 split. Uh, the WSBA 24-hour traffic center reporting that uh, all the lanes, oh boy, uh, all the lanes of I-985 North are expected to remain shut down uh, while this bizarre landing is investigated. And of course, the plane is removed. So uh, if you are one that normally takes that route, it, it would appear that you may want to find another one. Uh, it says here, traffic in the southbound lanes of I-985 have also slowed to a crawl. I'm sure there's a lot of looky-loos. What is the plane doing on that side of the highway uh, in the aftermath of the crash? So you you may just want to avoid I-985 near the I-85 split uh, for as long as possible today. It's just kind of one of those weird days. Uh, we've got uh, another uh, General Assembly seat that's going to come open soon. Uh, we just found out earlier today that uh, Democrat Mike Glanton uh, of Jonesboro is going to be stepping away from the Georgia House after 14 years in office. He gave no reason for why. Uh, he, uh, of course, is a, a former Army combat veteran and won with 89% of the vote uh, last time out. The governor has asked for a special election to be held uh, for that House District 75, again, representing uh, Jonesboro on March 21st. That'll be a week before the end of the legislative session on the 29th. Uh, there are other four other vacant seats that are going to be filled on special elections uh, or runoffs on January 31st. We certainly hope that uh, uh, Representative Glanton is well and has just decided it's time to step away. Maybe he knows of an heir apparent ready to step in and fight the good fight, and he can enjoy uh, his remaining years celebrating his uh, decorated duty as an Army combat veteran and as a representative for his district. Scanning through the uh, papers, I found this earlier today as well, uh, that Walmart, along with Johnson... By the way, the Walmarts at MLK, I, I meant to mention this, uh, the Walmart Super Store, uh, Super Center on uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Drive in uh, south of downtown Atlanta is going to reopen as uh, a, a Walmart... Uh, what is it, the grocery? I forget, the, the Walmart Fresh. Uh, I forget what... Anyway, they're going to reopen as just a grocery store. And honestly, having been inside that store before, it, to, to call it a super center, it's kind of a misnomer because it's not one of those huge, massive stores. It was a smaller footprint uh, Walmart super center to begin with. So it's going to be uh, one of the Walmart groceries that's going to reopen. And the Walmart super center on Howell Mill Road, right off of I-75, it's our understanding that that will not reopen at all. Both stores closed over the holidays after fires were set inside both stores. Again, the Walmart on uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Drive, south of downtown Atlanta, will be reopening, simply uh, providing grocery services, but I mean full service grocery services. If you've been in any of those uh, Walmart grocery uh, offshoots, you know that fantastic. I love those stores. In any event, that is great news. Um, uh, removing Vine City from the list of being uh, a neighborhood food desert, even though temporarily. So that's uh, fantastic news. Uh, what I was going to say, uh, Walmart, uh, along with Johnson & Johnson Consumer Health and CareSource, which is a national nonprofit providing health care coverage to more than 2 million folks, um, are all going to work together to support and care for expecting black mothers. 
They're going to launch a website called Georgia Mama Care, M-A-M-A, Georgia Mama Care, where moms can sign up for free telehealth support from nurses and nurse practitioners, lactation consultants, doulas, other providers throughout their pregnancy. Uh, interested, expecting mothers can register again at Georgia Mama, M-A-M-A, care.com, Georgia Mama Care. Dot com. Very cool. I'll share an article from the AJC on that. Speaking of the AJC, uh, they went and did some polling. You know I love polling. Oh, love polling. Uh, it seems, according to a most recent AJC poll uh, done recently, uh, most Georgia voters want to ditch runoffs. Man, who doesn't? I mean, my gosh. Can we? Let's, uh, finally, we all agree on something. 58% of those surveyed said Georgia should eliminate the requirements for a runoff election when no candidate in a general election wins a majority, while 39% preferred keeping the state's existing system. I mean, that is a, that is a clear majority, y'all. Don't need to run off for that. 58 to 39. We'll, winner takes it, right? Uh, let's see. The poll also found, according to the AJC, support for legalizing sports betting. Uh, that is something that Stacey Abrams brought up in the gubernatorial campaign. It didn't really get a whole lot of traction. I almost feel like she was uh, aiming at a constituency. She either already had or wasn't going to win to begin with, uh, depending on uh, race. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, support for uh, state spending on public services rather than tax rebates. Why do these folks who take part in these polls not show up to vote? Oh, it's just so frustrating. So let me get this right. Uh, the majority of the state doesn't want runoffs, is for legalized sports betting, and would prefer that the state spend money on public services as opposed to tax rebates. And, oh, here's the other one. A majority also uh, back fewer restrictions on abortion. And yet, the party that opposes all of that maintains control of the General Assembly and the governor's office. <laughs> if you're in the Georgia Democratic Party, you have to be frustrated, right? You gotta be pulling your hair out. Well, if you guys pulled this way, why didn't you vote this way? Uh, the AJC says that they surveyed Georgians on their priorities as legislators craft new laws at the state capitol this year. They ranked the economy and jobs as the state's single most important issue, followed by crime and public safety and health care. An overwhelming majority, according to the AJC, of poll respondents, 90%, said Georgia should create laws that set minimum living requirements for rental properties, too. That is huge. The AJC has done a fantastic job, even leading to... Front page, that's right, page one opinion pieces calling out the state legislature for not having strong enough laws on the books that would force landlords and corporate landlords or slumlords to keep minimum standards on their properties. As the article points out, share this today too, Georgia has some of the weakest renter protection laws in the United States with conditions that fail to provide for basic human needs and foster crime-ridden apartment complexes, according to the AJC's investigative Dangerous Dwellings series. That is a fantastic series, uh, one that uh, the AJC should be commended for. Uh, I'll give you some of the wonky details here. The poll included 860 registered Georgia voters conducted uh, between the dates of January 9th and 20th and was done by the University of Georgia School of Public and International Affairs in the margin of error, 3.3 percentage point. Earlier today, uh, Georgia Democrats rallied at the Capitol to uh, unveil, which is something that's, you know, 
long shot, long shot legislation at best. Uh, they announced that they're going to push a measure to allow abortions in any instance. We kind of know that this is dead on arrival, but nonetheless, they held a huge gathering today, big show of force with uh, uh, top state-level Democrats to announce their plan to file, um, well, there are two identical bills in each chamber of the General Assembly that seek to repeal Georgia's 2019 abortion law and add the right to the procedure to the state code. Currently, Georgia law prohibits abortions once a doctor can detect fetal cardiac activity, not a heartbeat, but they did colloquially call it a heartbeat bill. There is no heart at six weeks, so they have to go with fetal cardiac activity, which is typically about six weeks into a pregnancy and before many women even know that they are pregnant. Now, before that law in 2019, Georgia allowed most abortions up to about 22 weeks of pregnancy. So uh, these two mirror proposals, one in the Georgia House, one in the Georgia Senate, would not put any restrictions on when the procedure could be performed. So I have to kind of nitpick just a little bit here because they did this big press conference. It was a great show of force. And yet I, I can't find video of it to share you the audio on the Georgia Democratic Party YouTube page, which I think has eight subscribers. Can that be true? Is that real? And the audio that I get from their Twitter, let me just give you, Shea Roberts is, is talking. I'll give you just a little, a little taste of what the audio is like on their social media. You're having trouble hearing what she said. She said abortion care is health care and it should be treated as such. Georgia Democrats, let's talk. We've got to we've got to do something about uh, the, the social media angle here, guys. We, we've got to improve on that. That's hard to hear. There, but by the way, there's there's other there was another audio clip. Uh, I'm, I'm going to play it for you. I'm just going to be fair here. and I'm going to play it for you. I want you to hear um, just how inaudible this one is. Attacks on reproductive freedom do not represent the values of the overwhelming majority. I have no idea what James Beverly was saying there. That is the Georgia House Minority Leader, uh, James Beverly, who, uh, by the way, isn't just the House Majority Leader. He's also a doctor. I mean, let's not get it twisted. He's an optometrist, but he's a doctor. I just don't want to misrepresent. Uh, so anyway, back to my, my, my quick little beef with uh, the folks from the Georgia Democratic Party. Uh, okay, so I actually did find your YouTube page. Um, that is different than the one that I found on the YouTube app. That's great. I just don't see anything from this event on it that would allow me to share this audio. So, And the audio I have from your Twitter account is inaudible. Let's work on that, kids. Okay, let me stop grousing about my audio issues with their social media and more about the uh, legislation. Uh, their Senate Bill 15, House Bill 75, they're identical. They would allow unemancipated minors to get abortions without parental consent and remove restrictions in the 
2019 law, such as a, quote, personhood provision that grants rights to a zygote or embryo from conception. I'm reading this from the AJC, by the way. The bills also write into state law that, quote, every individual who becomes pregnant has the fundamental right to choose to carry the pregnancy to term or have an abortion. Uh, More from the AJC, abortions, rights, advocates, and providers have challenged Georgia's law, saying it violates the state's constitutional right to privacy. The Georgia Supreme Court is on this, by the way. They are expected to consider the challenge later this year. However, in the meanwhile, the Georgia 19 law does still carry sway in the state. For those of you wondering, uh, Ron, why are they even doing this when they know they don't have the votes? Well, actually, you know, when we talked with Melita Last week about this, she pointed out something. Georgia's General Assembly is very different already from the General Assembly, which passed the current six-week ban in 2019. And if you think about it, we didn't know about the Dobbs decision when the, the people who ran for office in 2022 qualified for office. Mm. So 2024 will really be the first year that you see the abortion issue really taking front and center stage in some of the legislative races in suburban areas. And frankly, you know, 68 to 70 percent of the population in Georgia wants to see the principles of Roe v. Wade upheld. Right. So it is a popular decision. And even amongst some Republicans, and many swing voters. I was just going to ask, is there any way that that can become a uh a political topic, you know, make this a referendum, put this on the ballot, let the voters decide. For so long as we have Republican control in the Georgia General Assembly, I don't see that becoming a ballot question. Right. I get it. Okay, so see what happens, and we will see what happens. Okay, up next, not only am I not a donut guy, I say do not build this Krispy Kreme. You'll find out what I'm going to say. More Ron Show on America One Radio after this. Oh, hey, you're still here. Hey, that's cool. Thanks for sticking around. Not only am I host of The Ron Show, I'm also Ron Roberts, real estate agent slash realtor with eXp Realty. That's right. I help folks buy and sell residential real estate in and around Metro Atlanta. And we've been through a crazy couple of years, have we not? Between COVID, the post-COVID market, the craziness, you could throw an open house on a souped up tool shed and you would have cars lined around the block to come in and see it and throw an offer well over asking price. Well, those days are no longer a part of us and interest rates are a little higher than they were before. But I must say, it's still a great time to either buy or sell or both real estate, residential real estate in Metro Atlanta. Why buy? I tell tenuous buyers all the time, if you are renting right now, you are paying someone else's retirement accounts your money and it might as well go to you. The cost of housing in Atlanta is not going to get cheaper. The population is going to continue to grow well into the 2040s, with nearly a million and a half new residents expected to come here. So you better get a house sooner rather than later. And if you can afford to buy an investment property, now if you already own your home, why not buy one nearby you as well and create some additional income that could be your retirement savings And you get to choose one of your new neighbors. Now, if you're thinking about selling, but you're thinking, oh man, I really missed out on that huge market in the past summer or two. Okay, yeah, sure. But the values aren't dropping. So you've still got plenty you've earned just by owning what you're in and need to sell soon. Got questions? Feel free to hit me up. 
843-283-0078 or email me ron at rononthereal.com. Georgia MLS 396-720. Website ronontheReal.com. That's me, Ron Roberts with EXP Realty.